And welcome back, everybody. I'm Holden B. Huffman. And I'm Kendall Coffey. And this is a podcast in space and time. Today, we are talking about Doctor Who Series 1, Episode 10, The Doctor Dances. So join us right after this intro. Are you my mommy? Ma- are you my mommy? Mommy. Mommy. So yeah, I've been I've been re- rewatching um, Phineas and Ferb since it's on Disney Plus. Uh-huh. There's an episode called "Are You My Mummy." There is. Yeah. It's. <laughs> I'm just like I'm like Phineas and Ferb have made a lot of Doctor Who references. I'm pretty sure this is one. Yeah, they made some that were like very on the nose and obvious. Um, mm-hmm. Particularly, the they made a joke in the uh, Avengers episode about right um, little time lord uh, technology, a little British yeah. television. T- like it's the shed was bigger on the inside. The, like Tony Stark's, like it's bigger on the inside, and for yeah. it's like just a little British sci-fi technology. But also, like Dan Pomermere and. Um, Swampy are like both huge nerds, so right. And know. plus, uh, and plus, Swampy did live in Britain for a while before Phineas and Ferb started. Oh, did he? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, so he definitely got some of the Doctor Who stuff bug in him while he was over there. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't a reference to mm-hmm. this episode. Right, like um, he he literally moved there, and then like a year later, they got they go they got Disney to produce the show. So he moved back. Yeah. <laughs> so he wasn't really there long. It's like the only good reason to move back here is sure. to make a really good television show. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. So, so you go right ahead. Yeah. This is uh, definitely one of my favorites of the season. Um, definitely. Definitely. Maybe my favorite of the season. I don't know. I'm yeah. I was this- thinking same thing i'm like is it better than dalek or no like that's something i'm gonna have to ponder for a bit i think probably as taking the two parters the two parter as one story i think maybe um Mm -hmm. because i definitely like this a little better as as a whole story i really like the way this this one resolves um Mm -hmm. i i think it's um Yeah, I don't know. Probably my favorite, but Dalek is a very close contender mm-hmm. for right. this season. Right. Um, but yeah, very good episode. Um, I didn't have a whole lot. I didn't notes either. about it's it. So I, it's so good. I got so drawn into it. Yeah, and I think too because this was a two-parter. A lot of my initial thoughts mm-hmm. I kind of wrote down mm-hmm. in the first episode. So there, right. there wasn't a whole lot in this one that like I could really add, um, except for the ending. I, yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely thought, um, so f- I guess like starting at the beginning, um, I thought that the resolution to the cliffhanger was really good. It was great. Um, it was great. The, the doctor basically just being like, go to your room. Um, I'm very and, cross with you. Go to your room. <laughs> yeah. And this is something we talked about with, um, Oh, Aliens of London. Aliens of London yeah. and World War Three. Right. How there was almost like an anticlimactic 
quality to the resolution to that cliffhanger. But I don't know. This one, it, it is anticlimactic, but it really worked. It, it does. It really does. Because it, it, was, it was very clever, and you could tell it was something the doctor did, wasn't sure it was going to work, which I thought was fun. Um, uh, he even said, he's like, I'm so glad that worked. Yeah, those would have been terrible last words. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was really fun. Um, and some great, just like great moments of tension in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the moment where they're they're in the room um, where the doctor was examining the kid and they, you know, all the drawings are on the wall and the, the tape player is going. Yeah, um, I, I wrote down poor kid, like just... Ugh. Yeah, I really did. I, I feel for the kid. Although I think like, I guess later in... Maybe not initially, but I, I know later on, like the doctor kind of commented that there isn't really much of him left. Like uh, by the end, he was almost not really human anymore. But there, mm-hmm. he still had that humanity to him enough for enough for Nancy to like be able to, um, be able to like pull him back to who he was. Well, it wasn't so, even really that. It was the nanogenes that did it. It wasn't him. If because it was the nanogenes, it was like, oh, this is this, this is the mother, this is how they're supposed to look, yeah. And so it really wasn't Jamie, I guess that's true. Um, but even so, it mm-hmm. their whole story was very sad, and I'm, I'm really glad that it mm. it turned out the way it did. I thought it was, yeah, a, but yeah, a very Doctor Who ending, <clears throat> I feel like, yeah, um, mm-hmm. just like. You, you really wouldn't see something like that in another show. Like, you know, right. like the nanobots and like the, um, the twist of Nancy being the mother I thought was interesting. Um, yeah. 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 And you, you definitely had the pieces there before, but I mm-hmm. don't really quite put it together until the doctor does. Um, which I thought the doctor was a little slow on the uptake there as well, though. Um, yeah. I thought he would have figured that out sooner. Well, um, like we we do know, this is a new doctor. He's not been the doctor for very long. Yeah, so he's, still, he's he's still he's still kind of getting into it, getting used to being around people again, too. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I really, I don't know. I really like enjoyed Nancy's story though, and I I, I felt for her as a character. I thought she was mm-hmm. very yeah very well written and the actress is really good uh yeah no Um, i wrote down nancy confronting jamie like like her breakdown of like revealing she's actually the mother just like it gets me it gets me every time i tear up every time i watch that scene yeah and i mean like um florence hoth is the actress's name by the way Mm -hmm. um yeah, especially, you know, her living in that time. Um, I, I can totally understand why she would want to keep that a secret, you know. That, yeah, that, yeah. You know, for, for a woman her age, unmarried at the time, that would have been a huge, like, mm-hmm. a huge um, shameful thing. Um, like, now, that it's more of a common thing, and, like, there's better ways to deal with it in, like, child care and everything there's people are a lot more understanding these days but for 1941 definitely not yeah and yeah i I really felt for her story um Mm -hmm. but i i I did 
I don't know. It's it's just a very good resolution to the it episode, is. and I it really I appreciated is. that. I appreciated that everyone lived because that justice once rose, everybody lives. That's not something Doctor Who does like very often. No, not at all. <laughs> um, uh, even down to uh, I, I loved the the very end with uh, Jack and his ship, and he's thinking he's going to die. Um, mm-hmm. And then the camera pans back and you have this Ooh, great shot of it like panning shot. back into the TARDIS interior. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. It was. It was, it was really good. It was one of those things that they could have done it with like, you know, special effects and had the TARDIS like phasing in like they normally right. do. But the fact that they did all of that just like in camera was very mm-hmm. good. It was um, very really... good. It was very good on the director's part for that. That was a very good good directional and good editing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I appreciate in a movie when, when they do things like that, they, you know, you could do it a different way. You could do it with a special effect. You could do it with, um, you know, like some kind of trickery, but you, you just do it like you you kind of just play it straight and do it with like camera tricks. Yeah. Um, I think one one example of this that's coming to mind is um, it's not like super similar, but in The Last Jedi, when um, Ray and Kylo, like you start to see their force uh-huh. bond. Right, 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 um, right, right. And th- there's like, there's really nothing to indicate what's happening mm-hmm. except for just like how the, how the shots are edited back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Ryan Johnson did a great job with that. Yeah, and I I don't know who edited the movie, but yeah, whoever did the editing was did mm-hmm. a very good job as well. Um, right. Just like communicating so much with like very little, just just a simple kind of shot, reverse shot, but the way the shots were lined mm-hmm. up, the way they connected. Um and yeah, we see like a sort of a sort of similar thing here, like just just the way this one shot works tells you so much about what's happening without um and it it made for a really nice surprise too because like you think it's just like you think you're just zooming out through the ship interior but then like you realize oh we're inside the tardis now um hey, right yeah i thought it, it was just mm-hmm. like a nice visual surprise mm-hmm. and also bananas are good sources of potassium it's true Eat your bananas, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bananas are good. Uh, there was, yeah. I, I think they were trying to make bananas are good a thing. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, it's only happened once, so. It's it's like one of those little, because I'm, I'm definitely, when I was first getting into Doctor Who, it was one of those like little catchphrases that was going around the fandom a lot, even though it's literally oh, just in one. really? Really? Yeah, I, I saw quite a bit of bananas are good, like jokes and memes going mm-hmm. around. Um, and I think Whovians tend to kind of latch on to little things like that, even though it's, it's literally... It's, it's true, it's true. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not a bad thing, but I, mm-hmm. once I actually like got back into the first season, because I started with season five and then... Like, I did too, I did too. Kind of went backwards. But once I actually got like to the episode where he says the line i was expecting it to be a much bigger thing but like no it was literally just like two just lines. a little throwaway line 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is what the fandom has made such a big deal about? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I, I have some things also about the fandom making such big deals about it, but I won't be getting into that until, like, the next season. Hmm. You know um, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Let's okay. see. Um, I, I just want, I noted that Rose and the doctor had a really nice moment in the hospital after Jack teleported, like them talking, yeah. and dancing and everything. It was, it was a nice little bonding moment. It was a nice kind of casual scene, which mm. I, I think you don't get a whole lot of those in Doctor Who, but no, you when don't. you do, I always enjoy them. Just kind of the doctor and a companion just like having a chat and like maybe mm-hmm. the world is ending and maybe it's not, but they're, you know, they're just having a chat and actually like being friends. Right. Um, it's like a nice reminder that, Oh, these, these people are friends and they like each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and also just a maybe. great concept with the nano genes and like yeah. how everything, like we talked about in the last episode, like how everything is there and just in, like, you could figure it out what's going to happen. Like just everything is there. It's planned out. You could figure it out. And like the nanogenes, the small detail of the nanogenes, Nancy hinting, hinting towards Nancy being the mother because she's acting very motherly to all the other children. Right. Just really great um, moments and details like that. Yeah. They did a, they did a really good job of kind of setting all the puzzle pieces in place. Um, Mm -hmm. And with like, also with the little hint that Jack's ship was of the same, like make as the, um, the ambulance, you know, they were Mm -hmm. both part of the same, um, part of the same. Right. Or from the same place, I guess Mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Um, let's see. Uh, I really enjoyed, um, the doctor, like, swapping Jack's gun for the banana. <laughs> I thought that was very clever. Yeah, it was great. It was very doctory. Mm-hmm. Um, I also enjoyed, um, I just like, enjoyed, right after that. I just enjoyed Jack. <laughs> yeah, Jack throughout this whole episode. I mean, Jack's always great, but, um... <laughs> I don't know. John Barrowman just like brings something really fun to the oh, table. Oh yeah, um, mm-hmm. and he he makes Jack a very likable character, even yep. though you know if if there was a different actor uh-huh. playing this character, you probably wouldn't like Jack very right. much because right he, he's he's kind of he's got kind of the Han Solo thing going on. He's kind of a scoundrel, kind of self serving, mm-hmm. um, but then he has that redemptive moment you know, just at the, yeah. at the end, right before things go bad, he like swoops right. in and saves the day. It's a very Han Solo kind of story. Right. Um, but like, you know, John Barrowman's got the charisma to really pull it off. Right. I mean, it's basically him anyway. Yeah, he's basically just playing himself. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even think they planned for it. I think he just wandered on set. He just kind of wandered on set He's, <laughs> and like started doing his thing and everybody was like, well, <laughs> this, we'll just let this happen. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I loved the scene where um, <laughs> the, the doctor and Jack are comparing their sonics while Rose <laughs> is the one with like the only brain cell of the group. 
Yeah, the testosterone <laughs> in that room. <laughs> yeah. And she like actually solves the situation that they're trying to solve. But yeah, right. Easy. Like but we've we've had a lot of beef with Rose, but that's a really good Rose moment. That was a great mo- Rose moment, yeah. Mm-hmm. She actually does she does something very useful. She um figures something out that the doctor or Captain Jack couldn't because they were too busy comparing sizes. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Yeah, and yeah, Rose has like she she really does have those moments, um, mm-hmm. and I always enjoy when she does. But right. there are other things I have issues with with Rose, but that's not one of them. I really, right. I really do love when she has moments like that. Right, and we didn't really have a big moment of like, what about Mickey? Yeah, in this one, <laughs> there's like a couple like, what about Mickey moments, but for the most part, they, they know, weren't like major time. enough to note like last time. Yeah. And plus, we've already noted a lot about that. <laughs> I think we've probably talked about that enough. <laughs> yeah. For Honestly, now. okay, that's all the non-spoiler stuff I have. I like I said, I don't have a lot of notes. I don't, what about you? Um, let's see. Oh, I did want to mention. Um, we saw some really good effects on this time when the when the one Ooh. guy was transforming into the, yeah, the like, sol- gas mask. The, the soldier. Yeah, so like last time we talked about how there was that one shot that was kind of rough, but I, I think this episode pulls off the same idea in a much mm-hmm. better way. Right. Um, and I think like what they did really right this time was um, they kind of didn't show like the whole face transforming at once. They showed like the mm-hmm. mouth and then like the eyes. <clears throat> um, right. Like showing a little <clears throat> bit right. at a time. It just kind of yeah. worked a lot better. Yeah. And I can understand why they showed it fully last time because, you know, they needed to show it. Right. Yeah. But since they already yeah. showed it, they could get away with doing a, a shorter cut with it and it looked better. Right, and it made for a really, just like a really nice, intense shot. Yeah, it really did. Um, yeah, that's all I've really got as far as non-spoilers go then. All right, let's get into, let's get into spoiler territory. Spoiler warning. I can't believe, I can't Jack, believe Jack dies. I was gonna, I was gonna say the same thing. We're <laughs> <laughs> both thinking Jack. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he died. He dies so many. He he dies so much. He dies a lot. <laughs> He's he is currently competing with Rory for most deaths. Right. Uh, well, more like the Doctor now, because the Doctor can regenerate unlimited times, apparently. I, I yeah apparently because the doctor was actually the first time lord and yeah. the whole thing about thirteen regenerations wasn't true and we had all that that th- all the that. whole ep- the whole episode of the time of the doctor is worthless now the time of the doctor means nothing because it's not true anymore <laughs> right uh, anyway let's not talk look about we got let's see we got back on the timeless children again look at us. Okay, um, uh, Jack mentioning Pompeii. Was he yeah. when David Tennant and Donna were there? Because he said he's used it before. 
Yeah, I thought that was an interesting. Like, obviously, I don't think the writers like had right. the fires of Pompeii in mind at the time, but um, right. I thought I thought that was a, an interesting, um, interesting little yeah line. Just think, Jack was I Jack guess. was around where where two Jack was around two doctors. <laughs> I mean, Jack's probably been around all the doctors. <laughs> he's he's like a river in that way. <laughs> he just pops through space and time to flirt with the doctor, <laughs> and like he knows he can't tell the previous incarnations who he is, so he's just like, "Hey, <laughs> I'm Captain James Darkness. <laughs> How are you?" Nice oh gosh! Imagine him encountering William Hartnell's doctor. Oh, <laughs> Hartnell's doctor would shut him down right away. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> oh man, that is not proper. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. The major sport. Okay. Look, I only have one more note. <laughs> Everybody lives, Rose. Just this once. Everybody lives. Doctor Who stayed true to that promise. Yeah, I'm like you could this argue you could argue with the 50th anniversary, but Time Lords did die, and it, yeah. they did destroy the Do- it did destroy the Daleks in the process. So yeah, but it's just a nice moment of like implications of like he's used to death and blood and everything he's he's grown so used to it that like he's he's ready for another chance of just everyone living not losing anyone else yeah and i think the doctor really needed that mm-hmm. especially like coming off the time war so recently and right you know even just like the last or just the stuff that's happened this season um all the women catching on fire for him. And <laughs> um, we've had two so far. We've had two so far. Um, but just like, you know, all, all of these people dying for him, it was nice for him to get to mm-hmm. like, for once save everyone. Right. Um, which like in a way it wasn't even the doctor that saved everyone. It was, it was Nancy that saved everyone, which right. I thought was nice too. She, mm-hmm. She saved everyone and didn't catch on fire for it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Watch the Nana jeans would have burned her alive. (laughs) I mean, if you know, just like judging by the pattern, I I wouldn't have been surprised. (laughs) Oh gosh. You have anything else? Um, that's all I really had. Wow. Um, This is going to be a short one. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, a, a great episode, just like not a whole lot to talk about because, right. again, it is, it, you know, it is a part two and it, mm-hmm. it it's good because like it kind of gets you right into, again, gets you right into the action and it you don't really need the whole setup of a, of a part one episode. So right. The whole episode, like there's a lot of great moments, a lot of great scenes, but I don't know. There's, there's just also, it just doesn't give you a whole lot of new stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but right. nothing wrong with that. It's just kind no. of the nature mm-hmm. of just kind of the nature of how right. the episode. Works. Right, right, right. I totally get you. 
I mean, since we're short on time, I mean, if you want to, we could discuss the Timeless Children some more. <laughs> um, listen, that's going to be like a, a very long conversation. <laughs> I think I think that's going to need its own two-parter. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, we could talk about the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> that's like a five-parter for me. <laughs> I could talk. I can talk about the rise of Skywalker for like longer than the whole sequel trilogy went. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> uh. Okay, well, everyone, thank you for joining us t- this time, day, week. I don't know, but ne- join us next time for Doctor Who Series One, Episode Eleven, Boomtown.